Taal volcano's eruption may have caused a river in Batangas to dry up, according to Filipino seismologists. The Philippine government bans all Filipino household workers from being deployed to Kuwait following the death of a Filipino worker there. A local court orders the Quezon City government to pay 6 million pesos in damages to dozens of Payatas residents over a landslide that killed hundreds of people back in 2000. Former Senator Antonio Trillanes believes Malacanang had a hand in the withdrawal of the complaint against President Rodrigo Duterte before the International Criminal Court. And the U.S. and China signed phase one of the trade deal, diffusing months of tensions between the two economic powerhouses. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Taal Volcano expelling more thick ash from its main crater. The Philippine Seismology Agency recorded small explosions from the volcano's main crater that discharged black smoke at past six this morning. Volcanic activity has weakened since then. Over 560 volcanic earthquakes have been recorded since Taal erupted last Sunday. Authorities say Taal's continuous seismic activities could be signs of an impending bigger eruption. Ito pong um, uh, mga seismic activities na to, yung mga paglindol, yung naulat po na pagbitak ng lupa kahapon, nung isang araw pa. At, uh, at ang pag-atras pag, uh, ng tubig ng lawa, uh, pati na rin po ang pagtuyo ng uh, Pansipit River, ay ini-interpret po natin ng uh, malawakang uh, uplift no? ng uh, bulgang uh, taal. At ito po ay naghuhudyat na mayroon pang tumutulak na magma sa ilalim ng bulkan at uh, mayroon pa rin po tayong nababadyang panganib, no? maaring maging malakas na pagputok ng bulkan. Kaya po uh, sa kasalukuyan ay nakatal nakatalaga pa ang alert level 4 sa paligid po ng bulkang taal. Meanwhile, residents say a portion of a river that flows into the Ta'al Lake has dried up. Seismologists explain Sunday's eruption could have vaporized the water in the Ta'al Lake, in turn affecting the water level in the river. Half a million people displaced by the seismic activities of Ta'al Volcano, according to the governor of Batangas. The local government is now challenged to sustain supplies in various shelters. Ron Gagalak reports. Several towns in Batangas province are now off-limits amid the danger of another possible eruption of Taal Volcano. In San Nicolas, only a handful of men are left. Jose Estadilla refuses to leave, saying his property and animals will be stolen once he skips town. Beside Jose's house is Taal Lake, which he observes has receded even more compared to Tuesday. He says he saw the same water movement several hours before the huge explosion Sunday. That's why those who previously refused to leave their houses are now heading to evacuation centers. Sabi po daw eh, ano, baka po yun ay... Nahigup ng bulkan tapos ibuga ulit sa amin. Di bali ko ibabalik sa, to, sa dagat, ay eh, kung sa amin. Batangas Governor Hermilando Mandana says 
Some half a million people have been displaced in his province. He says at least 12 towns are inside the danger zone. And these are Lemery, Agoncillo, San Nicolas, Laurel, Talisay, Tanawan, Balete, Alitagtag, Cuenca, Matas na Cahoy, Santa Teresita, and Taal. Each town has an average population of 50,000 each, and most, if not all, of its residents have evacuated. Siguro mga 20% lang ang nandudoon sa mga evacuation centers. Dito very strong yung aming mga family ties, kaya nag-evacuate sila. Una-muna pinupuntahan ay yung kanilang mga kamag-anak. The governor's current concern is how to ease the pain and trauma of his constituents especially those in evacuation centers. In one evacuation center, volunteer Hannah May Gonzalez is facilitating games for affected children. Malaking bagay po to sa mga bata para po na hindi po nila maramdaman na yun ang yayari po sa paligid. She hopes more volunteers will come and provide the same kind of psychosocial activities to help children cope with the difficulties they are going through. Ron Gagalak. ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Health Department ramping up efforts to ensure safe and healthy conditions in evacuation centers. Health Secretary Francisco Duque says teams have been deployed to monitor the situation. We have already uh, sent various uh, teams uh, to uh, rapidly uh, assess the health of our people in the evacuation centers and uh, also we have uh, installed our uh, surveillance uh, systems and uh, our health teams are currently there to uh, detect and prevent outbreaks and uh, we are ready uh, for whatever uh, immunization uh, might be needed and also a daily reporting of uh, disease surveillance uh, has been uh, uh, put in order. In other news, the Philippines bans all Filipino household workers from being deployed to Kuwait. That's after the death of Janeline Villavende, who was tortured and sexually abused by her employers. Her employer is now in the custody of Kuwaiti authorities. The Philippines last imposed a total worker deployment ban to Kuwait in 2018 after Filipino migrant worker Joanna Demafelis was slain and discovered inside a freezer at an abandoned apartment. Her employer was found guilty for her killing. The Quezon City government ordered to pay 6 million pesos in damages to relatives of dozens who died during a landslide in the Payatas dump site back in July of 2000. A court ruled the tragedy that killed more than 230 people showed a gross negligence on the part of the local government. Ismael Matay Jr. was a city mayor at that time. 
The court has ordered Quezon City to pay around 100,000 pesos for each of the 56 complainants. That's on top of another 100,000 pesos for attorney's fees. A former opposition lawmaker believes that the jewel of the complaint against Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte before the International Criminal Court is all about money. Antonio Trellanes told ANC he was in good terms with lawyer Jude Sabio until Trellanes ended his financial support when he finished his Senate term last year. I believe um, it's, it boils down to money issues. And uh, unfortunately for him, that uh, I wasn't able to sustain my support uh, to him when I finished my term last, uh, last June 30, 2019. He's a lawyer, right? He can provide for himself as I am providing for myself right now, even uh, I've stopped uh, uh, being a senator of the republic. He refuses to work. He, re he refuses to find other clients. And that's not my problem anymore. I cannot provide for his livelihood uh, because he's a grown man. Sabio's camp has denied Malacanang's involvement in the withdrawal of his complaint, but Trillanes believes otherwise. Proof, Trillanes says, is the presence of Sanch Duterte supporter Larry Gadon when Sabio was withdrawing the complaint. Do you think... Uh Malacanang or the president is involved in this decision by attorney Sabio to withdraw his uh, complaint? Well, it's very obvious. Now, um, Mr. Sabio is claiming that he is doing this out of, of, out of principle or that uh, he conviction. doesn't have uh, conviction. But then why was Larry Gadon uh, there beside him? So that is propaganda. That's a very awkward picture right then and there. Here is uh, Gadon, who is uh, a lawyer of the person accusing Sabio of kidnapping. And yet they were together. The remaining Indonesian kidnapped victim of the Abu Sayyaf group escapes from the hands of the militants in Indana and Sulu. The Philippine military says Indonesian fisherman Muhammad Farhan managed to flee from his captors from two days ago. He ran for hours until he reached a village where residents turned him over to authorities. Farhan is the last of three Indonesian fishermen kidnapped in Sulu last September. The Armed Forces Western Mindanao Command hails the development as a breakthrough in its intensive operation against the Islamic State-linked group in Sulu. News overseas now Japan confirms its first case of infection from the new coronavirus from China that has already killed one person. Japan's health ministry said a man from the Kanagawa prefecture tested positive for the virus. The 30-year-old man was hospitalized after running a fever. He had been to the Chinese city of Wuhan, which is dealing with an outbreak of pneumonia, believed to be caused by the new coronavirus strain. He was later released after the symptoms subsided. On Wednesday, the U.S. State Department issued a health alert update on the Wuhan region. The agency urged citizens there to avoid contact with animals, animal markets or animal products. The World Health Organization has also told hospitals to step up efforts against the possible spread of the new virus. The U.S. and China hit the pause button in their 18-month-long trade war. The two economic giants have signed their phase one trade deal, bringing the first chapter of their economically damaging dispute to a close. 
That deal is intended to open Chinese markets to more American companies while providing greater protection for U.S. technology. China also committed to buying some $200 billion worth of American goods over, the, over two years. Today we take a momentous step, one that has never been taken before with China, toward a future of fair and reciprocal trade as we sign phase one of the historic trade deal between the United States and China. Together we are righting the wrongs of the past and delivering a future of economic justice and security for American workers, farmers, and families. I want to thank President Xi, who is watching as we speak, and I'll be going over to China in the not-too-distant future. The deal caps more than two years of escalating threats between Washington and Beijing that has slowed global growth, hurt American manufacturers, and weighed on the Chinese economy. But it also keeps a bulk of tariffs the U.S. imposed on $360 billion worth of Chinese goods. There's a real need for closer cooperation. President Xi Jinping points out that there are 1,000 reasons to make China-U.S. relations succeed, and not a single one to let them fail. We must seek common ground of putting aside differences and find a path toward win-win cooperation. On to some sports action now. In the NBA, the Miami Heat remain formidable at home as they edge the San Antonio Spurs 106-100. The Heat's point guard combo of Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic torched the Spurs, combining for 50 points. Miami went on a 20-5 run, bridging the third and the fourth quarters to take control of the game. The Heat now have an 18-win, one-loss record on their home floor as they move back to second place in the Eastern Conference standings. In Minneapolis, DeMontis Sabonis matched a season high with 29 points and grabbed 15 rebounds to lift the Pacers over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Sabonis got off to a strong start, scoring 25 of his points in the first half. His teammates picked up the slack in the second half as they turned back a rally by the T-Wolves. Indiana remains in fifth place in the East with 26-15 record. Chess Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen stretches his world record for longest unbeaten run in the game. The Norwegian secured a draw in his fourth round match in the Wikansi tournament, making him unbeaten in his past 111 games. He broke the 110-game streak of Serie Tivyakov, set in 2005. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.